So today's a day of remembrance, remembering what we talked about and what we started the year out with before Word First, at Word First, and even uh, talking more about it all the way through our vision night, our vision Sunday and then vision Sunday night. And um, title of our message and kind of theme had to do with the wisdom of God, and the title of our message in January was The Wisdom of God Revealed. Um, and also, part of the theme at the beginning was the church finding its place and connecting with that place. And so, today, I've got several things that I'm just going to just kind of talk about and remind you of that we talked about at the, at, at the first and the beginning of the year. Um, today also, I have something, one of the things at the beginning of the year that I challenged you in was reading a proverb every day. And, and I, I continue to remind you to read a proverb every day. And, and you know, I'm, I, I think I'm, I, I started, I started nine days into, or ten day. I think it was on, on January 10th, right after Word First is when I started reading a proverb a day, and I think I've, what have I been through it, three or four times now, I guess, I mean, maybe the fourth time through, and I've been reading it in different translations on purpose because of just revelation that comes out of even different translations, and right now, I'm about, uh, today I read chapter 17, in the, in, I'm in the message translation, this time around. And I tell you what, there's something about the message translation in the book of Proverbs that is supernatural. So you need to remember that if you're doing this, and I really encourage you to do it. I, I, I literally see every answer for every situation in life is in the book of Proverbs. It's in the Word of God, but there is an answer for everything in the book of Proverbs. And so you have to purpose to do it. It's not just something that you kind of like start and do when you feel like it and when you got time, you got to just purpose. I mean, I mean, I think the longest proverb is 38 verses. And I don't know about you, but I can read 38 verses in about a minute and a half. Tell me you can't, maybe two minutes. Okay, let's say three minutes. Uh, let's say three and a half. Okay, who can't find three and a half minutes to read a proverb in, in one day, Right? You just have to determine to do it. And, and I'm just telling you, if you want answers in your life, you have to get it from the Word. Amen. You have to get it from the Word. So, um, what I've done today, and I'm going I'm to do this in different services, and you can take a picture of this, and it's just, just some things that I put together. But, but on the screen are different confessions from Proverbs chapter 1. This is just Proverbs chapter 1 things that I've gained from this. You can take a picture of that, use it if you want it. Uh, but I just want you to get an idea of the things that we talk about here, we talk about them on purpose. When, um, when you come here and you purpose to come here and you hear the word preached, the word preached is something that is done out of obedience to God. Faith in God comes from hearing. Hearing comes by the Word, 
How can you hear without a preacher is what it says in Romans 10 and verse 16, 17, and 18. You have to hear the word preached. So when the word is preached, it's God himself speaking to you. If I came up here every week and I never read, read scripture, or maybe I read a half a scripture and then I just gave you stories and talked about all kinds of different opinions that I think about stuff in the world and all that, you need to get out of here because you're not going to be built. But when you hear me preach the word, I talk about scripture, I may make a point, but another scripture, another point or a paraphrase, but it's always based on what the Word says. So when you're hearing the Word preached, you're hearing God speak to you. And from what you hear being preached, you have to take so the Holy Spirit can reveal to you personally what that means to you. But the revelation doesn't come just from you reading it yourself. You've got to hear it preached. Because the Bible says so. We just obey the word. If the Bible says it, then we do it. And so, as I've talked about for many years around here, developing a daily routine is vital. And through these Proverbs, as you go through them, here are just some confessions I'm going to read to you today before I get into the rest of my word. These are from the verses, just a number of them from the verses. There's probably three times the confessions that you can get just out of chapter one. But these are some things you can add to your daily confession. I mean, I don't, I don't take everything that I, like this right here, I don't speak all of this necessarily every day. But when I made these, there's two of these that I added to my daily confession because they spoke to me. That's what you need. You need what speaks to you. I have wisdom and insight and discernment. I live a disciplined and a successful life. Doing what is right, what is just, what is fair. I'm getting wiser every day. How about you? Should you be saying that over yourself? <laughs> Man. My understanding of wisdom is guiding me. I fear the Lord and I'm not a fool. I fear the Lord and I turn from evil and twisted ways so that my life is never trapped but always living in a safe place. Mm. I listen to the voice of God I live in peace, and I am free of the fear of being harmed. Man, just so much in the Word of God. When you hear yourself saying things like that on a day-to-day -day basis, it begins to build faith inside of you. That's why you have to speak the Word and declare the Word yourself. When you're saying it, and you're hearing yourself say it, over time, you begin to believe what you say. Because at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what other people say over you. I mean, it helps if they're speaking good things. But at the end of the day, you're going to believe what you think about yourself. As a man thinks, that's the way he is. And if your thinking is off and it's twisted and, it, and, it, and, it, and your thinking is causing you to say things that don't line up with the Word of God, you've got to change the way that you think. And the only way you can change the way you think is to change what you say. Yeah. Only way. No other way. Amen? So, I really encourage you, as I did from the beginning of the year, do not, and, and if, you hadn't, if you haven't been real committed and faithful to that, pick it up today. Just do it the rest of the year. 
Do it with us the rest of the year. There, I, I know that some supernatural things have happened to many of you as you've read these, these Proverbs. And you know what? Think about Proverbs. The reason we're reading it over and over and over again is because when you read the book of Proverbs, uh, when you first read it, about half of the Proverbs in you, you think, what does that have to do with me? Yeah? I mean, it doesn't even, why, why would the pastor tell us to read all this? And it's like it doesn't even fit, but it'll fit, especially when you get to the message translation. <laughs> it'll really fit when you get to the message. No, I'm just saying, just keep it up. Just stay with it. And don't stop. Can you say amen? Um, so one of the things that we said at the beginning of the year, well, I, I want to say this before I start. Also, um, I just want to encourage you in concerning um, our sign. How many saw that our concrete was poured? Amen. They have ordered the cinder block and the rock and those kind of things. And, and now the, the, we're, we're building this in kind of two segments. The other half has to be paid for. And so, all we ever do here is just encourage you to pray about what part you would play in it. The only reason we, we give you the opportunity to sow is so that when you sow, you receive, as Fabian said earlier, the benefits of sowing. We give you the opportunity to sow into good ground. It's not about, it's not about money itself. It's about the heart of the person sowing into it. So just be in agreement with us, whether you sow into it or not, be in agreement with us that, th that this sign is finished and paid for. I mean, it's really, really close. We're very close. And so just rejoice with us. Give God glory. Before you know it, you're going to see this big sign down there at, where people on the freeway can actually know that it's a church here. Amen? Awesome. Amen. I just wanted to tell you that before we get into the rest of this. Um, one of the things that we talked about at the beginning of the year was stepping into our purpose in the church. The church stepping into its purpose in the earth. I heard somebody probably 30 years ago make the statement that, actually it was Brother Hagen, Kenneth Hagen, made this statement when he was still living on the earth. He said, the last move of God in the earth is the ministry of Jesus. The last move of God on planet earth is the ministry of Jesus. Well, we know it's not Jesus coming back in his earthly ministry. We know it's the church getting a clue. Did you hear me? It's the church stepping into its purpose. That's the last move of God in the earth. I believe that we are in the time of the last move of God in the earth where God's anointing is on His people the same way it was on Jesus, and the works He did, we do, and even greater works because of where He's positioned at the right hand of the Father. In all authority, all dominion, all power, in that place. That's where He is, and we sit with Him. We're seated with Christ in heavenly places, Ephesians chapter 2. That's where we sit. And today I want to remind you and read several verses that we read back at the beginning of the year 
This is a day of remembrance, remembering what God had said to us and allowing that to continue in our lives. Ephesians 3 and verse 10, and I'm going to read this out of two translations, first out of the Amplified, and it says this, the purpose is, the purpose is that through the church, the complicated, many-sided wisdom of God in all of its infinite variety and innumerable aspects might now be made known to the angelic rulers and authorities, principalities, and powers in the heavenly sphere. The purpose is that through the church, the principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness, spiritual wickedness, and high places, they know they're defeated. But how? Through the church. The purpose is. It's time in the hour we're living that the church steps into its purpose in the earth, and that's the ministry of Jesus. That's why we're here. To be His hands, His feet, His mouth, everything in the earth. Can you say amen to that? In the Passion Translation, it says it this way. The purpose of this was to unveil before every throne and rank of angelic orders in the heavenly realm God's full and diverse wisdom revealed through the church. Woo! They said it just right. Read that again. Let's look at it. The purpose of this was to unveil before every throne and rank of angelic orders in the heavenly realm God's full and diverse wisdom revealed through the church. Listen to me. What you and I bring to the table in this day and hour, what, we're, what we have to bring to the table is the wisdom of God in every situation. And I mean, I, and I mean, I mean there are out there in the spirit realm, there are principalities, there's powers, there's rulers of the darkness, there's spiritual wickedness, in high places, throughout the heavenly realm, and they work overtime to discourage the church, working overtime to convince the church, you're, you're not really like Jesus. You really don't have the anointing. You really can't do what Jesus did. It's really not going to work that way. You really need to be moved by what you see in the natural, and you need to work really hard at fixing it and working it all out. You gotta be, you gotta worry about this and be fearful about these things, because a little fear is a good thing. Keeps you honest. Not in the word that I find. No fear. Everybody say no fear. Everybody say no fear in me. We're not gonna be ruled by fear, we're not gonna be led by fear. We're not going to be led by circumstances. We're going to be led by emotions. We are led by the Holy Ghost. Jesus said through the person of the Spirit, He only did on the earth what Father told Him to do. You and I have the capability of knowing what the will of the Father is for our life. I'm talking about every minute of every day. We have the capability because we have the Holy Ghost in us. If you're born again today, Holy Spirit is in you. You have the capability of knowing every single thing God wants you to do, but you have to develop it. You have to take things that I give you, like what I just showed you concerning the book of Proverbs. You've got to take 
confessions and begin to apply them so that your thinking changes. Because until the way you think changes, you're going to continue to get the same kind of results in life that you probably don't like. And really doubting whether God can really make the change because people are waiting on God when God's already done everything God's going to do. Now He's given us the tools and He's wanting us to do our part. For me to receive, I have to hear His voice, do His word, and be on the receiving end, actively receiving what is rightfully mine. Constantly. And the key to it is His wisdom revealed in our lives. Matthew 16 and verse 16. Simon Peter answered and said, you're the Christ. This is a question that Jesus was asking his disciples. Who do people say that I am? They said this and that and the other. Who do you say I am? And Peter jumped up and he said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you're Peter and on this rock, I will build my church that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. In other words, if hell's not prevailing against the church and the purpose, is in, the purpose in the earth is that through the church, the wisdom of God will be revealed and will get out to the people. You understand? That, that's the purpose. And he's, God's building his church on the rock of revelation that comes to you and I, the wisdom of God that is revealed to us, the church is being built on that, so nothing can stop the church if the wisdom of God is being revealed. Nothing can stop the church. If it's being revealed in me, then man, I'm on top and I'm not underneath, no matter what it looks like from one day to the next. That's easier said than done. We understand knowledge of something but wisdom revealed is the Holy Spirit taking what you think you know and showing you what you can show, what you can receive that you have or show that you have from the Father. I'll say that again. You can have knowledge of something, but the Holy Spirit's job is to bring revelation to you, to reveal to you and give you the wisdom that comes from the knowledge so that people can see that what you have is different than just people with natural knowledge. If, it was knowledge, if knowledge was the key, then everybody with 15 degrees would be spiritual people. Knowledge isn't enough. You have to have the wisdom that comes from it. I gave you these three definitions back in January, and now I have a, a new one that I'm adding to it, but I'm going to read the first three first. I'm defining the wisdom of God, number one, as the ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. The ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. Understanding is defined as grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed. Grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed. Significance is defined as the quality of being worthy of attention, importance, seriousness, consequence, weightiness, and magnitude. And so I took those three and created this new definition of wisdom. And it is the ability 
to grasp the significance of knowing the importance and seriousness and weightiness of revealed wisdom. Take a picture of that. The ability to grasp the significance of knowing how important it is, in other words, how serious it is, what a, what a heavy thing that this is. It's a huge, heavy thing to live in revealed wisdom and knowledge. To have revealed wisdom from the knowledge that I have, have it revealed to me, it's a huge thing. It's so significant beyond our natural understanding how that we cannot live here in our own understanding. We have to live here receiving and partaking of the wisdom of God daily in our lives. Can you say amen? 1 Corinthians 1.30 But of Him you are in Christ Jesus who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. But Jesus Christ became that wisdom. The Bible says that Jesus is the living Word. And so the reason that you need the Word daily, literally, I mean, I'm to the place where I feel like I need it constantly. The Word coming out of my mouth, going in my ears and building things on the inside of me. Because what happens from that, from the Word that I declare the Holy Spirit reveals the wisdom that I need because Jesus, the living Word, has become that wisdom. He became that for me. He became wisdom for me. And how can I ignore, how can I, on a daily basis, ignore the time that I need to have with Him to hear what He says about life so that I can gain the wisdom that He became for me. It's, it's not something that, you know, that He's trying to work up for me or try to figure out for me. It's already established. In other words, the wisdom you need to deal with any and every situation in life, it's already there. It's already there. But when you think like the world, when you think fear, you think worry, you think fretfulness, you live your life, you trying to figure it out. Well, you know, man, God gave you a brain. I can figure those kind of things out. I don't need to ask God about every little thing. You need, to, you, you need that thinking gone and new thinking to come. The more I walk with God, I realize, shut up. I mean, that's, that's one of the confessions over myself every day. Shut up. You don't need to say anything. And when I do, and I shouldn't have, I just tell myself again, shut up. I need what he thinks. And you've got to develop it, and you'll never develop it apart from the word. You're not going to just shut up. Same way somebody's just not going to do drugs. Just don't do it. You got to change the way you think. Hmm? 
I mean, anything that somebody tells you, well, just don't do it. <laughs> no, because at the end of the day, you're going to do what you want to do, right? Until you change your want to, you keep doing it. It's the way it is, human nature. Hmm? All of humanity is just a bunch of pigs. Well, Pastor, that wasn't very sweet. I'm just saying, just as a whole, all of us, you know, we just want to do what we want to do until we make our minds up we're going to make the change. And you're not going to change without him. Not going to change without him. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 1. Hear, my children, the instruction of a father and give attention to no understanding. Man, I love this passage. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, let your heart retain my words. Keep my commands and live. What did he say? Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her. Wisdom, in other words. And she, wisdom, will preserve you. Watch this. Wisdom will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. What does that mean? That it's one of the principal things? That it kind of is? Well, this is more important? No. It said wisdom is the principal thing. And then he said this. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and in all you're getting... Get understanding. What's the one thing you have to devote to this whole plan? What's the one thing you have to devote to get wisdom? One thing. That's your responsibility to devote. Time. You have to take the time to get it. You have to take the time to understand it. You ever heard something? Maybe something that I say today. Well, you know, I'm really not sure about that. Then be sure about it. Be sure or not. Don't ride the fence about something. Take the time to understand something. He said, wisdom's the principal thing. Therefore, get it. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Watch this. Exalt her in your getting, and you exalt her, and you acknowledge her above your other ideas or thoughts or plans, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. A number of the things that I've found in the book of Proverbs that wisdom gives you, wisdom will preserve you, will keep you, will promote you, will honor you, will deliver you will heal you, will make you rich, will defend you, and will protect you. I'm going to read them again. Wisdom in your getting and getting understanding, it will preserve your life. It will keep your life. It will promote your life. It will honor your life. It will deliver your life. It will heal your life. It will make you rich. It will defend you and protect you. 
Do you know, do you have any idea the money that people spend in life for those things? We could, we could spend the next probably 45 minutes to an hour going over each one of those and talking about the millions and millions and millions of dollars that are spent every day on people trying to preserve their life, on people trying to keep their life, to promote their life, promote their whole life and their purpose and all those different things, trying to get delivered of things and healed of things and set free of things, trying to become rich and spending so much money many times in all the wrong places, trying to get rich when the wisdom of God will make you rich trying to protect themselves and spend millions of dollars on a yearly basis trying to protect the things that they have to defend and, 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 and defend themselves and, and hire all kinds of lawyers and things to defend themselves. Now, everything that I just said, it's not wrong to use natural resources to pay for certain things like that if that's what you're supposed to do. Did you hear what I said? Well, pastor said, you know, don't do this and don't do that and don't have an alarm system. And I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said, don't go there first. Don't do that first. Wisdom is the principal thing. In all your getting of wisdom, get understanding, and then she will give you what you need and show you the direction you're supposed to go and how you're supposed to do this thing. But I promise you, the reason that wisdom makes you rich is because wisdom saves you a bunch of money. Oh, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. You don't need to take out that policy on that thing right there. I got you covered. But maybe your friend does. Don't be judging what other people do. I'm talking about you here for yourself. No, you didn't need to do that. You didn't need to write that thing out. You didn't need to say that. You didn't need to get this person to defend your situation. I got your back. I got your six. Huh? I mean, he's got your front. He's got your back. He's got your sides. He's got everything. Wisdom is the principal thing. It will do everything that this just, I just read to you. I'm reading them again. Wisdom will preserve you. Wisdom will keep you and promote you, honor you. Man, I know people all the time trying to be honored about, trying to get honored, trying to get awards for things and trying to force things and get people to recognize them. No, no, no. Wisdom does that. And you don't even have to try. Deliver you and heal you, make you rich and defend you and protect you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Can you say amen to that? <clears throat> and I just want to read a couple of, two or three of these. Proverbs 15, 33. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom and before honor is humility. Proverbs 9 and 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. That's where you need to spend your time, in God. I, I'm, I'm saying to you today, you need to hear this today more than you've ever needed to hear this ever in, 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 in the history of the world. The planet needs to hear these kind of things. I'll read that one again. 
The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. I need wisdom and understanding from Him, not from everybody else. Isaiah 33 and verse 6, I'm going to read it in two translations. 33 and 6. Wisdom and knowledge... will be the stability of your times and the strength of your salvation. The fear of the Lord is His treasure. I like this in the Amplified. Let's look at this together in the Amplified. And there shall be stability in your times, an abundance of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. The reverent fear and worship of the Lord is your treasure and His. Mm. There'll be stability in your times. Why? Because of wisdom and understanding. You and I were created for this time. But you have to go and get it. And get the understanding. I wish that it was easier or actually simpler to explain how to gain wisdom. But what I know is this. Can we put the end of service confession up on, on the screen? Can we do that right now? Just give them a minute. I wasn't going to do it right this second. Let them get that up real fast. So, from today on, the rest of the year, you'll see this come up right at the end of the service. And we're going to make this confession every day for the rest of this year. And... This is the way wisdom comes to me, okay? I'm telling you how wisdom comes to me. As I say this, I'm going to make about three points through this confession right now. Are you ready? What we're going to do each and every Sunday at the end of the service is we're going to confess this together. But today, I want you to say it after me because I'm going to stop along the way. Well, we'll say it at the end of the service again. I'm a believer and not a doubter. The Word of God is alive in me. I know that the Word of God is alive in me, and when I say that, it's like I've I've programmed myself to say, okay, God, I know that. The Word of God is alive in me. What do you need me to know? Because from my conscience, it's my, my spirit, my human spirit, and the Holy Spirit are one, and that's my conscience. And from my conscience comes the words that the Holy Spirit is going to reveal to me from the Father. So when I say that, 
when I say the Word of God is alive in me and I'm declaring that, I can hear that inside of me. God's saying, be ready, I've got something for you, or just be aware. I just, I just want to know. It's not like you can like kind of work something up. You have to develop the ability to hear it from Him. And I need to remind myself of that every day. Say this after me. I walk in the wisdom of God. I'm getting wisdom. I'm getting understanding. God's wisdom is promoting me. It's keeping me. It's delivering me. It's healing me. It's defending me. And the wisdom of God is making me rich. This is my year through wisdom to enter the purpose of God in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. And you know, as I say that last statement right there, this is my year through the wisdom of God to enter the purpose of God. That just reminds me that the purpose of God is the ministry of Jesus in the earth. And that reminds me, I'm ta- that, that's the, as, I'm, as I'm confessing that, wisdom is coming to me, and that's reminding me that the ministry of Jesus, I'm called to, and that means my actions, my attitudes, my responses are not going to be like everybody else's because I'm quick to listen and I'm slow to speak. I'm slow to speak and quick to hear and listen what the Holy Spirit has to say so when I get from Him, then I speak what Je- the way Jesus would. Jesus only said the things that He heard from His Father. That's me. I'm not living here any other way. That's me. I don't care how many screw-ups I've had, how many times I've messed up and mistakes that I've made, it doesn't matter. Old things are passed away. Everything is brand new today. I'm getting this like I've never had it before. And the wisdom of God revealed inside of me is the key to what I need in life. It's the key to you. It's the church that's the hope of the nations. The church is. Because the church is connected to the head, Jesus Christ. And he said, if you'll pray, if you'll believe me, I'll give you the nations. The nations belong to him. And I'm telling you, I'm busy out there. I am busy out there harvesting the nations one person at a time. One situation at a time. Think about it. Do people call you for answers in life? What do you give them? Right off the top of your head? Or do you spend time? Are you, are you developing that ability to hear the voice of God so you can give people the answers they need from Him? They don't need what I think. Somebody calls me about a situation and I lead it into some political garbage or whatever, that's not going to set them free. Politics will not set people free. Amen? But people stooped in politics will get set free through the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Amen? Well, pastor doesn't like politics. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No, we live in this world and we have a political system. Thank God for it. I don't care how tough it's been, difficult it's been, stuff against it and coming against it. If this thing, if this place and this nation wasn't fantastic, people wouldn't come against it the way they've come against it. I mean, people within this nation have come against it. 
But it's been happening since day one, before day one. But this nation wins because I'm here. Amen? Amen. But I will not put politics first. I'll be involved any way God tells me to, but I will not let politics lead me. I will not let news channels lead me. I will not let anybody and any information out there lead me except the wisdom of God. Wisdom's the key. Wisdom is the principal thing. I just saw him, I just saw him somewhere on social media that one of the major news stations, one of their streaming deals, they just shut it down. I think people are getting tired of it. <laughs> They're getting tired of all the negative news. Amen? Come in here and get the positive news. Isn't that right? And they'll get the positive news from you if you're spending time in the wisdom and the understanding of God. We've got to be the people. We've got to be the mouthpieces. We've got to be the, the conduit that God uses in the earth to get to people. Because God is all about people. Can you say amen to that?